the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time investing, retirement planning, and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former President Trump says in social media posts he will be arrested on Tuesday as Manhattan prosecutor eyes charges in a hush buddy case. The former president said in a post on his Truth Social Network early today that what he called illegal leaks from the DA's office indicate that he will be arrested. President Biden's job approval numbers remain below 50%. The Real Clear Politics average of seven polls indicates that the president's job approval stands at only 43.6%, with his disapproval above 51%. One of the polls included in that average was the Rasmussen Daily Presidential Tracking Poll, which has Mr. Biden's total approval at only 46%, two percentage points lower than former President Trump at a comparable date in his presidency. George Williams reporting. And this is SRN News. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcaster Association and this station. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE, and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a Fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Good morning and go Huskies. It is, or do, you want, do we want to do it the way we do it at the do it at uh, at the herb? No, we won't do that. It's it's a little loud. Uh, anyway, uh, good morning. Uh, it is, of course, I call this the best weekend of sports in the in during the uh, during the season. You've got you've got uh, Spencer. We didn't even talk about the NC two A's and all the upsets there. Uh, we spent our time talking about the Huskies last night. Uh, um, as good as the overtime goal was, the pass I thought was even better. Um, it was just it was a thing of beauty. So um, anyway, we're real happy up here right now. Uh, not because of the weather; uh, it, just amazing. Um, according, you know what? I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull this up because some people listen to our show on the podcast, and I just want them to know uh, how. How much weather we have received up here, um, and it's something like now St. Cloud total snowfall seventy nine inches, passing both the seventy five and a half inches twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen, and um, and and, uh, and reaching uh, and seventy eight and a half inches in twenty twelve twenty thirteen. So only three seasons have actually topped 80 inches. We need one more inch to get to 80. Um, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous up here. I don't even have a place to put the snow in my driveway. You know, when I try to blow it off the driveway, I can't. It's like the chute doesn't go that high. <laughs> so it's been, it, anyway, it's insane. And I've got a whole lot of people out there just kind of just, bah, I give up. Just, it, it'll melt soon enough. Uh, anyway, 651-289-4477, 651-289-4477. The golf clubs are going to be in the basement a little longer than usual this season. Um, just, um, you know, they talk about uh, how you can have um, decades go by where nothing happens and then a week happened, a week goes by in which a decade happens. I actually, actually might argue this past week may have uh, made up for about four decades. Um, uh, John Authors, who writes a column in Bloomberg, um, uh, referred to the end. Referred to this past week as the end of Pax Volcariana. Vul- it writes better than it pronounces. Um, referring to the peace, uh, the peace that occurred after Paul Volcker broke the back of inflation in the ner- in the early nineteen eighties. That we now are we now are in this place where we have both maybe a financial maybe a financial crisis and an inflation, and I would argue something that might approach the idea of a crisis in this sense. And and I know I've got listeners who have have listeners who uh, tweet back at me using the hashtag pound KBRS. Always a good idea. Put the pound KBRS there. I'll see it every time. 
That said, maybe they're just going to go for 3% inflation or 4% inflation and say, good, good. Well, this is the week where that might be possible. Paul Volcker himself, the head of the Federal Reserve starting in 1978, uh, and only lasting one term, by the way, when five years later, uh, Ronald Reagan replaces him with Alan Greenspan. Um, But Paul Volcker is largely credited for making making monetary policy focus solely on inflation and pretty much no, pretty much nothing else so what i what i want to do today in the first hour is talk about the inflation side and that balance that you have between inflation on the one hand and the desire and and the and the requirement in uh, the federal reserve act as as amended uh, through such things as the, the 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 Federal Reserve Act of 1977, better known as the Humphrey Hawkins Bill, um, which said you know you got to have a target for price stability and and you need to report to us on how you're meeting these targets. Um, that was the testimony that he gave, that 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 uh, Chair Powell gave. Think about it. It was only a week ago Wednesday. When he got a week ago Tuesday, excuse me, when he got in front of the Senate Banking Committee and said said basically they're willing to go further and faster to combat inflation. Go from there to today, so that's eleven days later, in which he's saying in which not him, but lots of people are saying, well, he needs to back off. He just needs to back off. And frankly, the markets do not expect 50 basis points at the Fed beating, which is this coming Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So he's going to have to go do this very, very um, delicate uh, uh, balancing act on, you know, hooked on the dilemma of having a well-functioning payment system on the one hand and the ability to fight inflation on the other hand. And I I think that this is this is where where we're going to have. So, I'm going to talk about that in the first hour. In the second hour, uh return guest Vern McKinley um uh of the Independent Institute, uh independent uh, scholar has done work on bailouts, has written uh with James Freeman from uh from the Wall Street Journal a terrific history, financial history of Citibank. Um has had experience with all kind with with bank regulation with closing banks. Um, we were texting each other even after the show last Saturday, saying, "You know, next week I think I'm going to need you." And and so he'll be here for an hour uh, in the second hour today. You're not going to want to miss this because he's he's the guy that's got the scoop on on on. You know, we had five banks receive significant interest in investment or some action taken, um, including hilariously, Barty Frank's bank. And we'll have to even talk about that, too. That's kind of fun. Um, That'll be kind of fun. But let's turn first to looking at the economics of the week. I'm just going to run through a couple bits of data, right? So the CPI number comes out Tuesday last week. So again, in the backdrop, you've got you've got the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, and Treasury all saying that 
that uh, Silicon Valley Bank, um, uh, Signature Bank in New York, which we didn't talk about last Saturday because none of us knew that it was in the process of being closed by its state regulator. And, and, you know, and of course, Silvergate, which was a bank that was, that had voluntarily closed its doors and said, we just can't continue. And Silvergate is, of course, and to some extent, Signature Bank are both banks that are attached to the crypto industry. Silicon Valley Bank attached instead to venture capital firms that largely were investing in tech companies in, quote, in, as you might guess, Silicon Valley. So in the backdrop of that, we get the CPI report. Okay, that all happened over the weekend. On Tuesday, we get the CPI report. CPI drops with a with a number of uh, of five tenths of a percent. Excuse me, four tenths of a percent on the headline number, and then on the um, on the headline number, and then on the other number on the on the on the on the core number, it actually goes up five tenths of a percent. And up five and a half percent year over year, right? The underlying pace of inflation is like stuck here between four, you know, uh, um, excluding housing, even excluding housing, core service excluding housing is still running at about a three to four percent rate. Um, and it's going a little faster obviously it's going a little faster than we would want now that has caused a, that if that had been the only thing that happened if the banking piece hadn't happened this morning's conversation would be take a look at inflation i'm going to pick the inflation numbers apart and I'm going to show you why inflation's still running well above trend way past where the fed wants it and even though the Fed would be in its quiet period, we would all have to agree. We would all end up agreeing that the Fed needs to do 50 basis points. But 50 basis points is now off the table. We can't do that because the Fed is bearing a fair amount of, of, of the blame by raising rates rapidly. The Fed is, is incurring the wrath of banks around the country and many other people saying the Fed broke Silicon Valley Bank. Okay, I can tell you that. Well, I'll give you. I'll give. I'll, okay, I'll give you the the bottom line up front. That's not true. A number of banks ended up having issues with the rise in interest rates. We all knew that, but the problem. The but the answer to that is what we teach our students in a money and banking class or in a finance class, certainly in the first week of MBA finance course, you learn that there is that you can't carry short-term deposits that can leave at any time that have variable interest rates and then buy long-term assets with fixed interest rates. But in the second week of class, you learn there's these things that are called interest rate swaps where you take your where you can take your fixed your your fixed income lo- fixed long-term payments and trade them for short-term payments. Now, I think there's a reason they didn't do that that might have to do with regulatory accounting. And that's a question I'm going to ask Vern in the next hour. 
okay, that, that there was an issue there. But I can tell you that I did speak to one regulator, not the regulator for SVB, or in fact, none of the banks we've talked about, I believe, have our uh, national banks. So, that, so I, talked to, I talked to somebody who regulates national banks, a federal regulator. And one of the things that was suggested was that if they had done what I suggested, they would have ended up um, having to recognize the loss on their books that was quite large. But other banks have done it. There are a number of banks that have taken out these. It's a form of a derivative. It's It's an interest rate swap where I swap fixed payments for variable payments. And all of a sudden I can rematch my liabilities and my assets. SVB didn't do that, right? If they had done that, the Fed would, Fed interest rates interest rate rises wouldn't have busted them, or at least would have been less likely to bust them. So anyway, let me let I need to take a break here. We'll come back. I want to play a few clips for you, and get and, and including this fabulous interview that was on CNBC with Carl Icahn, which I which I truly enjoyed I, I i admit i'm a carl icon fan as much as i'm a warren buffett fan uh we'll talk about that after these messages on the king banyan show on the biz 1440 sightseeing in ferris at the mall in bloomington or on horseback in dallas we're where you are Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on The Biz 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. You can get a comprehensive estate plan for half the regular price through this special limited time offer. We're partnering with a local law firm that specializes in estate plans. If you don't have an estate plan, it could be up to the court to decide who gets your assets. This can be costly to your loved ones. You've heard the stories where even strong families have been torn apart in the process. Our attorney partner is offering a full package of estate planning services for just $1,500, regularly $3,000. It includes wills, power of attorney, health care directives, guardian, and conservator documents. Call the station and we'll put you in touch with our attorney for a no-obligation conversation to make sure this is the right fit for you and your family. There are only a few of these half-price estate plan offers available. Get your house in order today with a comprehensive estate plan for half the regular price. Call the station at 651-405-8800. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. 
You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year. Help police by not escalating. Address any complaints after the encounter. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Um, so the inflation numbers came out Tuesday for CPI. They came out on Wednesday for PPI. And the producer price index numbers actually were were soft and, actually, and, and helped the narrative that the Fed couldn't go 50 basis points at this time. Um, let me let me go back and recap those numbers for you. Core PPI was expected to come in at four tenths percent year over year, instead came in at two tenths. So core PPI year over year is now at four point four percent. Again, core CPI at five point five percent. There's focus on shelter as being a contributor that everybody knows is sort of a backward looking number that's going to fade away, right? So that that number should have been should have been, to some people, should have been ignored. Retail sales came in softer with a report of uh, uh, ex-autos came in just a titch softer than expected. Retail sales overall down four-tenths percent, but if you took out the volatile auto sector, which it had a huge January, came in February, then retail sales without automobiles came in down one-tenth of one percent. And then you roll on, and 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 um, you got um, you got housing starts a little bit to the plus side, building permits to a little bit higher than expected. Um, but then two numbers came in that sort of suggested things were 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 softening. Philly Fed manufacturing number came in at, at down twenty three point two on Thursday versus an expectation of fifteen and a half. They'd had a very bad reading on Philadelphia Fed manufacturing in January, excuse me, in February. The March reading came in at the same level. It is interesting to me that if I look at the data on GDP and and what the what uh, the GDP forecasts are right now, they're all over the map. You've got people down below. You've got um, Goldman down at around one percent, but you've got Bank of America up around three. That's a pretty wide spread for GDP quarterly forecast. We have now about about half the data we're going to have on the on the entirety of the quarter. About half of it is is now known to us, and we're we're only trying to predict the other half. Uh, leading indicators yesterday, Friday, came in came in surprisingly positive, a plus point three. And consumer sentiment, though, came in negative. If I take a look at that leading indicator number, uh, um, if I take a look at that, uh, I'm sorry, that number, that number is uh, written wrong. It was a minus point three, not a, 
not a plus point three. Um, on my chart, it had a it had a positive sign. Uh, so they so. All of the data coming in negative has caused some people, and even guys like Larry Summers, who you would traditionally think is, has been kind of arguing the inflation number for quite some time, last night on Wall Street Week, he had this to say. This is Larry Summers. Cut five, please, Spencer. I do think that the Fed should not allow financial dominance, but does, of course, need to recognize that slower credit uh, is going to be the result of that and assess it into its macroeconomic forecast. But as I read the economic evidence, the slowing of credit is not nearly as much as the amount that the Fed has, that the market has taken out of its expectations of how the Fed is going to tighten. So I hope the Fed can move forward 25 basis points. So, and... That is the market expectation right now, as as I understand it. Uh, in fact, let me pull up that chart. Um, right now, the 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 on, on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, sixty two percent probability that uh, they'll raise rates on Wednesday by twenty five basis points. Thirty eight percent chance that they will do no such thing. But just to just to remind you. When we were on the air a week ago, it was a 60% chance that they would raise 25 basis points and a 40% chance that they would raise by 50. 50, no contract is open that prices in a 50 basis point increase. Okay? Those have all been closed out. No one, no one believes that they're going to go 50 on that. Now let me go back to something Professor Summers said, which uh, which is which is valuable. This concept of financial dominance, sort of expressed vernacularly as as the Fed raises interest rates until something breaks in financial markets. Well, that's not exactly what the Federal Reserve is 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 tasked to do by its charter, by the Federal Reserve Act. It's it's. You know, the operating documents for the Federal Reserve say you are to promote, promote, you know, uh, price stability, high, high employment and well-functioning financial markets. It does not assign a weight to those three. It does not give power specifically to one. And that's why I liked the point that was being made by by Summers here, which is don't, don't don't let financial markets sort of drive it. And this was this was reinforced a couple days prior to that by the European Central Bank, which went forward with a fifty basis point increase, even though in even in the midst of one of their major banks, Credit Suisse, which we'll talk more with Vern about. We'll talk about Credit Suisse with him. Um, but Credit Suisse, the second largest bank in Switzerland, which, of course, has a humongous bank sector, banking sector. Um, Credit Suisse sees its shares collapse, and 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 the bank was was a little rocky. Funds are flowing out of there. And the Swiss National Bank... Um, steps in and says, we are willing to, and and their regulator, FINMA, 
said, we are willing to put money into um, into uh, CS in order to um, stabilize it. And eventually they, they come up with uh, they come up with an agreement that 50, 50 billion Swiss francs, which is about 53 billion U.S. dollars, um, about okay, 50, 50, 50 billion Swiss francs goes into CS. And that happens on Thursday. CS is right now being talked to by UBS, the other large bank, in fact, the only bank larger than CS within Switzerland. UBS is talking to them and reported this morning a competing bid from uh, BlackRock is being assembled. BlackRock, of course, a U.S.-based uh, financial services firm, not a bank, looking to buy uh, Credit Suisse to get into the banking business and and spread itself internationally. All this reported uh, overnight. So um, you, if you hadn't heard this before, you'll want to check your, your favorite financial uh, news sources on on this. But uh, chances are we're going to get a buy-up over the weekend. None of this seemed to bother um, Christine Lagarde, uh, the president of the European Central Bank, who announced that they were raising their rates up 50 basis points, admittedly, to only three percent, so they're way behind where the U.S. is. But they were; she was not being deterred by this. So let's play this cut number three. Inflation is projected to remain too high for too long. Therefore, the governing council today decided to increase the three key ECB interest rates by 50 basis points, in line with our determination to ensure the timely return of inflation to our 2% medium-term target. And then she, she goes on to say, say, yes, I'm aware of what's happening in the banking sector. We're not idiots, but we have other tools to deal with this. Let's play cut number four. The euro area banking sector is resilient with strong capital and liquidity positions. In any case, our policy toolkit is fully equipped to provide liquidity support to the euro area financial system if needed and to preserve the smooth transmission of monetary policy so we're going to talk about this in the next in in the next segment that okay central banks and regulatory and and, and government more generally speaking have a variety of tools at hand to deal with these issues and we're going to talk we're going to talk about those right after this year listening to the King Banyan show on the biz 1440 Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple, heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD, and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes. And the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Um, I want to go right to this, this point with you. Okay, because you're hearing a lot of conversation, as I am, about, well, we can't really fight inflation anymore because it'll break the banks. And I remember hearing many, many years ago, I was, um, I don't think I was a student anymore, but I was visiting, I was visiting at Claremont McKenna College and, um, one of the great experiences of my life has been has been the uh, Claremont Economic Seminar. Um, always held late afternoon. Um, brought in okay. Many graduate programs have such a graduate programs have a speaker series where they bring in scholars, either their own or folks from other campuses, that um, come give a talk, present a paper. Uh, and when you're a graduate student, you get to hear, you know, someone whose paper was assigned to you to read for your class now presenting a newer paper and hear your professors. And if you were brave, you might even venture a question to them 
the at being Southern California, Claremont was always able to put on um, put on a little reception afterwards outside uh, and, and 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 do this. So I remember being at one of these where I heard this metaphor that I have used probably for the last thirty plus years in teaching students about policy and and it involves and you may have heard me use this one before because it's a it's a story i really like to tell it is about how you control your your shower in your bathroom right many of us who are my age grew up where the shower had a head and then had two dials right one for cold water, one for hot water. Two faucets, per, let's say, okay? And you could do, t- you had to do two things with it, right? You had to control the temperature, and you had to control the rate of flow of the water coming out of the shower head. And so eventually you sort of learn to yourself, okay, if I turn the, if I, so I turn on the hot water, make sure I got plenty of hot water coming over the shower head, and then I play with the the amount coming in. I play with the temperature with the with the with the cold water to get it down to a temperature that won't scald my skin. Right. And so the point being you got two things to control and you have two instruments to control it. The flow of the hot water, the flow of the cold water, you can now control both temperature and rate of flow of the water. Now, many of us nowadays, in fact, I just when I was shaving this morning, I was thinking of this very story, that that this very story, which is which is um, that and, and and while I'm doing it, I'm noticing I've got one of those, and many of you probably have those faucets where it's only one thing, right? There's only one knob, but you actually have two things to do with it. You can, some of them have to go up, some of them come out, right? And that's one control that controls the rate of flow of the water. And then you can simply move the handle to the left or to the right to control the temperature. You may have a fancier, funkier, water faucet, but that seems to be what most of them are now. In fact, every one in our house is the single knob, but has that, that feature of that feature. So this old, uh, I, I think he's, I believe, I'm pretty sure he's passed away now. This old eco- economics professor from Claremont tells that story and then says, this is the illustration used by Jan Tinbergen to explain his Tinbergen rule. And the and the, the application to economics is if you need to control two different things, you need two different independent tools. If all you have is the rate of growth of the money supply or the price of money, which which I believe you can control one or the other, okay? I believe the I believe the Federal Reserve can decide it can target the price of money, or it can control the rate of growth of the money supply. Can't do both, it can do one. If that is supposed to both look into inflation and look into into inflation and 
to be the way in which you decide to control the to to be sure that your bank banking system is stable, you are short one instrument. Okay, that's why Lagarde says what she says. Right. Let's play this one more time. Let me play this. Cut number four. One more time, please. The euro area banking sector is resilient with strong capital and liquidity positions. In any case, our policy toolkit is fully equipped to provide liquidity support to the euro area financial system if needed and to preserve the smooth transmission of monetary policy. Our toolkit has enough tools to both deal with regulate with with the health of the financial system and to deal with price stability. They have to be independent tools, right? They have to be independent tools. Now, the difference here between the United States and Europe, in in no small part, is the fact that we have a lots more banks than Europe or Canada or other places have. We'll talk about that. We could talk about that with, with, with Vern McKinley uh, in the next hour. We have a lot more banks than they do. Right? The, and, and that means that we have this, this, this array of different regulatory agencies. We have state regulated, we have state regulators for many banks that have state charters. And there are people that believe that the state that, that California and New York um, both are, you know, those are both, you know, Silicon Valley Bank was chartered in the state of California. It's a state chartered bank. Signature Bank is a state chartered bank chartered in the state of New York. And that having this wide array of different regulators is part of the problem. Okay, I'm going to set that question aside. We can ask Vern that. That gets a maybe. I'm not, I'm, I'm. I'm not going to offer an opinion about whether that's right or wrong. Okay. But to say that the Fed can't raise rates because to do so is going to harm banks ignores the agency of the banks themselves in reducing their interest rate risk, something we were talking about on Twitter during the last break. Silicon could have could have hedged its interest rate risk. It chose not to. Why? Okay, someday someone's going to figure out the why. Okay, I don't think we know the answer to that even yet. Even today, we don't. I don't think we know. Um, B, um, there are there are finger pointing among the regulatory agencies right now. That that okay, you didn't watch the ball. No, you didn't watch the ball. Okay, we had a story last night in Bloomberg about how the Federal Reserve changed examiners for Silicon Valley sometime in the spring. Right around the same time that their chief risk officer left, that's part of the, that's part of the story, right? But the point is, regulators, separate agencies, can take care of the regulation side on the one hand, while on the other hand, the Federal Reserve, which is the only institution that that can truly fight inflation, at least in my view, or or can fight it in conjunction with a federal government that stops deficit spending. You know, there's no reason for financial. There's no reason for financial dominance. There's no reason why you. Keep, you know, the answer to financial dominance is well, you've got multiple tools. Use the toolkit. That's what Lagarde's saying. That's a very important point. Um, 
So, so um, it does not appear, you know, we'll talk about all the different explanations that seem to be out there. Um, the, you know, the, another thing that was happening, right? They decide to invest in these bonds, and right at the very moment, we had quantitative tightening. By the way, this little bit that you're hearing about people say, look at all the, look at what happened to, you know, quantitative tightening's over and so forth. Half of that, half of that number is just the lending facility that was needed to fund the bridge banks to take care of Signature and Silicon Valley on the one hand. And according to reporting from Nick Timoros from from uh, the Wall Street Journal, who thought through what was happening there, almost all of the rest of it seems to be just three banks. First, it looks like it's First Republic. Um, it looks like First Republic, um, uh, Signature, and Silicon. That those banks went to do the discount window borrowing, and there's a good reason for that. One more point to make in this, right? These banks all had, all had deposits on which they were paying interest rates of one, one and a half, two percent. In some cases, in Silicon Valley's case, they had they had base they their basic deposit rate was one quarter of one percent. You can go out and buy a two-year treasury. You could a few weeks ago buy a two-year treasury that paid between four and a half and five percent. So they were suffering old, good old-fashioned disintermediation. The Federal Reserve said, "Open the discount window, or open this term uh, banking, term bank lending facility." Um, that's got all the money that's in it to fund. Um, fund uh, the ability of banks to go out and borrow money from them, but he, only twelve billion got taken out of out of that fund. Here's why: your deposits come in at one, one and a half, two percent. If you go to that window, you're going to pay about five percent for that money. So if you get deposits leaving that you were paying one percent on, you replace them <coughs> by pl- borrowing money at five percent. Your bank's going to go bust pretty soon anyway. So that discount lending, that discount lending, a it's not being used as much as you think by a much smaller group of people, and I don't think it's going to get used too too much. So I don't think quantitative tightening is t- truly ended just yet. Okay, it still looks like the bank looks like the Fed is rolling off treasuries and mortgage backed securities, you know, at one rate, but it's overwhelmed by this one week change. So don't don't pay attention to that. That stuff's just nonsense. Don't pay don't pay attention to that. It'll be interesting if it comes up uh, at the Powell press conference on Wednesday. Let's take a break here. When we come back, I got to play you these clips. Carl Icahn. This is this stuff's just amazing. He was on CNBC, and he's got inflation religion. Uh, and I want you to hear it right after this. King Banyan Show, The Biz, fourteen forty. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. 
Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more More than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce Wet Technology Softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for listening this hour. Uh, Coming up after the break, Vern McKinley from the Independent Institute, author of Financing Failure um, and um, Two Centuries of Citibank, uh, which I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, We are going to uh, be talking with him. I've got to find out. Maybe he might be working on another book. Uh, we'll see if he's. We'll see if that's true. By the way, need to report back to you in the last during the last segment. BlackRock, off its official uh, Twitter account, it says BlackRock is not participating in any plans to acquire all or any part of Credit Suisse and has no interest in doing so. Um, so I just said that at the beginning of the previous segment. So, so we stand corrected, or and so does the reporting that had appeared uh, among other places. I took it from the Financial Times. So. There's going to be a number of people trying to 
trying to uh, retract uh, stories that they did um, on that. Okay, so so the basic rule here is the Tinbergen rule is a rule that says, and 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 and, and look if you want to look it up, there's a book that 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 Tinbergen wrote back sixties. I think I forget when the book was written. I never read the book. I read a I read a journal article about it, uh, a, a professional journal article about it. But I did not that he wrote. But I did not read the book uh, that's largely cited as the source. Um, if you want to control two different things, you need two different instruments. The number of instruments you have must be equal to or greater than the number of controls, control variables you have in your system is the more formal way to say that. And, and it's what we are taught for years, right? So when I hear people argue that uh, we got to use the financial markets, you know, we got to take care of the financial markets and inflation can't be our major concern right now. Hmm. Hmm. We actually do have a tool built to deal with with regulation. Now, some of that gets done by the Federal Reserve, which is also, of course, operating monetary policy. There are questions about whether or not the Federal Reserve, particularly the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, had their eyes on the ball, particularly given that the president of Silicon Valley Bank was one of their was on their board. They have they have a board that includes banks, right, who are members of the Federal Reserve, including Silicon Valley, um, right? Because the Federal Reserve system is actually a, a co-op that's owned by, owned by banks. And Greg Becker, the president of Silicon Valley Bank, was on the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco's board, right? So there are people who are like, did they take that prize or not? However, there are tons of other regulators, Um. Um, um, there are tons of other regulators out there. Tons of other regulators. Uh, and in this case, they had a state regulator. And as long as you've got tools that are independent, that are greater than the number of things you're trying to control, you should be able to do both things at the same time. Carl Icahn was on CNBC uh, on on. I believe this was from Wednesday. Maybe it was Thursday. But uh, he is visiting and talking to, um, talking, uh, talking about inflation. And, and for people that don't remember Carl Icahn, okay, this is the guy that bought lots of different, he basically was one of the original corporate raiders. He'd buy and sell business after business after business. Um, and if you go through and look at his Wikipedia page, all it lists is he bought a stake in this company. They 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 did this, they did that, uh, and um, and he's made his money by seeking out value propositions, buying them, and then selling them at a higher price. He had this to say about in, on about inflation. Let's play this cut number six. I think. Powell really has to raise interest rates sooner or later. I, mean, I can't talk about next week or even next month, but I, inflation is the worst thing an economy can have, and I think people underrate that. If you look in history, every hegemony has been destroyed 
by inflation, or almost everyone. I mean, just go back to Rome. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. And so Icon is 87 years old, okay? So he's, 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 approaching, that, he's approaching the age and, and, and never gets sort of the mythic status of Warren Buffett. Because Buffett would buy companies and hold them, Icon bought companies and then sold them at a higher price, and so that was that's the difference between them. But 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 um, to hear Carl Icon call into his show and basically argue that inflation is the worst thing to hit us to hit a system when a guy this guy probably is a guy that could live off of. Uh, would have would have done pretty well with low interest rates. Struck me as very interesting. He continues. Cut number seven. Well, in a way, they go together. I mean, you, you, bank failure is a manifestation of the leadership in our companies and and the way they spend money. And uh, you really have a moral hazard if you just keep bailing them out. I mean, in this case, I'm not going to opine on on trying to save some poor people, although. The, the, the depositors in Silicon Valley weren't exactly poor people, but that's not the issue. The issue is you have to stop inflation. So you say, did we keep going on? I, I don't think you have a choice. If, if you if you don't keep going on, I really believe that the problem of inflation can become such that there's very it's very difficult to get to get out of it. And I remind people, Icon made his money in the '70s and the '80s. Uh, so, and and as I said to as I said to a, a local banker, uh, you know, I said, "You and I both have gray hair. We remember we remember things from from our youth that the people who don't have gray hair in the room don't remember." And so, it was good to hear Carl Icon remind people: inflation, once you eat there, it is very hard to get rid of. Well. We're going we're gonna to be talking more about these issues, uh, uh, and particularly with the banks, uh, with Vern McKinley. Uh, he will join us right after these messages. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown his provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, my name is Tim. In 1989, we trusted this school to begin educating our kids. Nowadays, we trust it to educate our grandkids. I still coach here, and my wife now works here. Heritage has become much of the central fabric of our lives. We love this school for all the moments that happen when so many people invest in and commit to one another. Those moments build into real relationships, many of which last a lifetime. We love and appreciate the partnership Heritage has with parents. Heritage Christian Academy is very much together in the education of the children whom God has entrusted to them. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Heritage Christian Academy, equipping minds, engaging hearts, and encountering Jesus Christ. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for. 
at snc.tv. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Common ground for the first time in... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.